It's the Nella Gang! Where we share our challenges. Plus, we meet expert guests. But will we all hit 50k? Find out with the Nella Gang! Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Do you we are we are joined again <laughs> by Adrian Becky, yes. who you just heard, with a great T-shirt. For those of you who can't see, wearing a Words and Nerds T-shirt, like a loyal fanboy that he is. Absolutely. Tristan, <laughs> Tristan Banks as well. Hey, not and, a loyal fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> and Christy Burns, straight from the pool, and myself. Woo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode, straight from I don't the, know, yeah, three? three or four? four I don't know. Straight from the pool. Is that right? It's like a hundred degrees here for the next week, so yeah, we all our business meetings are now conducted straight the from the pool. Yeah, oh, um, not in the pool. <laughs> you can zoom from the pool, then you. Know, <laughs> right? That'd be awesome. Great idea. It's a great idea. How are we all going? Are we feeling good? Are we? Have we had a good week? Uh, I look um, at Tristan. Tristan's pulling mm. a face. I don't know if that's his normal face, actually. But Tristan, <laughs> have you, I'm going. We'll go to you first. Have you had a good week? It's a, it's a wild ride when you actually log how many words you're writing per day. Like, I always think I'm fairly consistent, you know. I sh show up. I, my mornings for years, decades have been dedicated to writing, my afternoons for businessy, logistical, email-y business. And I thought that that meant that I was a relatively stable human being, but it appears not. When, you, when, you, <laughs> when you're actually logging the number of words that you write, it's a real – I mean – yeah, it's it's a real kind of roller coaster. It's um, it it's is. quite devastating. Chris, Christy, though, she seems pretty pretty happy. I mean, she's just been at the pool. I mean, clearly she's she's done the sixteen hundred words today, and she's just put the cue in the rack and said, you know, join me on the banana lounge. <laughs> I wish. No, I just feel like I've uh, made peace with the fact that I'm not going to hit that goal, and uh, that's okay. My manuscript has moments of greatness and that's all I can hope for. <laughs> it seems so it seems so early in the process, Christy, to have to have hung it up, to have to have said I'm not gonna get there. The line of desire is so <laughs> so distant. No, well I don't know about that because I've been working on the graph and there are some interest very interesting results that Ooh. we're about to reveal. But before we do so, Danny V, how have you been going? You're you're on the headphones at this point, so we can sometimes I hear am. a little bit of scratchy work from you, which is really <laughs> just very authentic. So I'm in I'm in transit today. Just just so everyone knows, disclaimer, my sound may not be ideal. I'm in transit, you know, plane delays, all that stuff. Anyway, yes. enough about that. I had and the best week ever. Nothing really? to do with nothing to do with writing, <laughs> but <laughs> that that actually leads into why I hardly did any writing because I just had the most excellent, social, amazing, fun week, and I never let anything get in the way of fun. I <laughs> uh, didn't did so I didn't write a lot of words, but I haven't given up. I reckon I'm still going to get to thirty. I've just got a uh, fifty. To thirty. <laughs> <laughs> The 30. I've just got a hell of a way to go in the okay. next week. But I'm still backing myself. I like that. I like that confidence. Mm. That's good. Um, all right. So, uh, Adrian, we do dare we ask uh, about you? Adrian. Yeah. Uh, look, you can't just I, skip over. No, um, you can't just I, skip uh, over yourself. I, yeah. well, I'll let, I'll let you know during the graph. But, um, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> amazing. Now, now the, the other, we've got an awesome guest coming up too. So, um, so we'll get to that, uh, and hopefully that guest will be able to help us with any of our problem problems and give us some tips and things like that. And also, we've got heaps of people that are are hitting the fifty k, trying to hit the fifty k along with us. 
uh, Danny V, I noticed there was a bunch of people that have been uh, that have been telling us how far they've gone. So we might get to some of those at the end of the episode as well. Um, but should we do the graph? Should we get the should we get the painful bit out of the way? Rip the band aid off, Tristan. What do you reckon? How many words have we written? This is the thing. Oh, I want to see yours. I want to see yours skyrocket back. I, I have <laughs> yeah, really both. Thinking about this. <laughs> so do I. Okay. okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's put us all out of our miseries and uh, let's get to the graph. Of course, we are officially on day twenty-two of the thirty days. We're all trying to hit fifty k words. That is, and uh, on day twenty-two, the target that you should be aiming for, if you want to get to that line of desire, which we keep talking about, that that line on the graph that means you are hitting the right word count every day, you should be at 36,652 words today. Wow. And I can see on my little Zoom screens here that we've got a lot of nodding going on. So I think it's <laughs> nowhere, <laughs> no, nowhere near it. I'm confident that I'm nowhere near it. Okay. This, well, all right. Well, just, just acknowledging your maths. That's all. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. That's awesome. All <laughs> right. Math. Okay, so when we last, anyone want to go first or would you like me just to roll it out? You do, roll it, Adrian. Out. Yes. Right, okay. painful, you just do it. Okay, it's painful, you just do it. Okay, <laughs> terrific. <laughs> All right, so, well, I'm going to start with the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, the, the man who uh, who has been delving into his uh you know thoughts and memories and uh and deeper self his deeper being to to draw out some some rather wonderful insights from his daily musings over the years and he's coming up with a whole heap of words as it turns out last week wow he was on 22938 tristan not a bad effort almost 23 Woo. last week which was excellent and he was just below the line of desire but this week he has hit thirty thousand and twenty-one words, just just slightly under the line of desire. But wow. well done, still smashing TV. it. How well do you done. feel, Tristan? Well, pretty good. I mean, it is. It's eight thousand words, or se- you know, seven and a bit thousand words in a week. Look, I used to try to write two thousand words a day back, like fifteen years ago, and that was my goal. And then I realised I actually wrote much better books when I when I tried to write yeah. a words a day. Yeah, right. And the, the books actually were decent. It, it didn't mean that each draft still took a, a while, but um, yeah, so usually a thousand words a day. So, you know, I'm 8,000 is more than or 7,000 is more than I would usually write, um, but does suggest that the words might not be very good. <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, now you do you're, you're very good with your work-life balance uh, and you take the weekends off did you take the weekend off and still post this total or did you did. find yourself writing no I, I took the weekend off I'm pretty good like I I my my natural inclination is just to keep on working and working and working and working but I have learnt that in order to have a family and a wife and other good things in your life that um, <laughs> you're best not doing that so um yeah, yeah so I, I do. I do tend to take the weekends off. Excellent. Well, a, a big shout out to Tristan's wife and family uh, <laughs> who still know who he is. So that's a bonus. And the rest of us are hoping to get to that point at some at some stage. Okay, so Tristan is smashing it at 30,000. He's just underneath the line of desire, but I can see a big final week in his future. So that's very Ooh. exciting. Uh, so we're going to turn our attention now to, now this is where it's hotting up and I love this. Ooh, this ooh. is where it's really hotting up because Danny, as we all know, she likes to come out 
like out of the blocks flying. She just <laughs> absolutely smashes it early. And then she has a crisis of confidence, but then she comes back, right? Okay. So last week she was on 20,087 words. And this week, after yeah, uh, a little bit of transit crisis. stuff, a little bit of transit <laughs> stuff. Well, it wasn't a crisis of confidence. Travel it issues. Well, no, I just had too much fun and I just don't let anything get in the way of my fun. I see. <laughs> a, so... a firm and solid commitment to fun has left Danny. <laughs> solid commitment to fun. 23,858 words. Yeah, even I feel pathetic that I only wrote 3,000-ish words. Um, I feel a bit, you know, sort of embarrassed, but I think about all the fun I had and yeah. I don't care. You think but you're embarrassed? It does. Look, it does look. It does look slightly like most of those words were this morning. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. In actual yeah. fact, we can see where the fun happened. Yeah. There was five or six days straight of fun, and there was no words logged whatsoever. <laughs> wow! You should be detectives. Um, yes, that is true. That is absolutely true. Um, and here we are. So. I have not given up on the 50. I know it's very, very um, unlikely that I'm going to make the 50, but I'm still I'm still going for the 50. So we'll see. We'll see, peeps. That's no, good. Well, you, you got you got just over a week, so it's possible. It's definitely possible, especially possible. if you if you um if you stop having fun, uh, <laughs> you'll you'll get there. I think so. That that would be my advice to you. Don't oh, have fun. Stop. Okay, thanks. It's the worst advice ever. <laughs> Last week there was. A thousand or so between Danny V and Christy Byrne. Christy Byrne was on eighteen thousand three hundred words. She's been spending most of her time at the pool, so I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> but Danny V got up to twenty three thousand eight hundred fifty eight, and this is where it's tight. Christy Byrne clocks in at. 22,319, just shy, but still about a thousand behind, but very close, these two. Christy. Oh my God. Are you saying I had six days of fun and I still beat you? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Danny. (laughs) I had no days of fun and you still beat me. Christy, have you been working on other things that aren't your nano project at the same time? Do you have edits and things on on other projects? I know Adrian does. Yeah, but I don't think that's it. I think it's just ordinary life. I just think it's just mm. the things that have to be done, like the is shopping it, um, and the Is the it your driving. commitment to Tristan's wife and his kids? or is yeah. it- <laughs> But you do you do have to make sure that the rest of your life is on track, don't you? Otherwise, you end up with a book and, and nothing else. Yeah. Um, mm. So... It is amazing how you see all those those amazing geniuses and the billionaires and the people that run their companies and their personal life is just in shatters. But they've achieved amazing things. So everyone yeah. forgets about the, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go yeah, down that so, path. Yeah. Uh, but we we um, yeah, I just sent a book to the um to the printer on the weekend, so that was amazing. That's oh, exciting. Funny. So that has been going on. Okay. Um, but but before we like do. It, go any further with your numbers i want to give a shout out to danny v because my sister hm war has adopted the two oh. finger two thumb typing in oh, the I in the it. phone oh. and yeah. she's talking huge numbers so you thank do. you yeah thank yeah. you i think that's awesome oh, oh, that's that's great. i think we need to give um a, a shout out to the notes app in general because i've been doing a lot <laughs> of my um yards on the ipad in notes and then just copying and pasting them over into scrivener once i've done some but i'll, I'll often you know knock up 
you know, at 1200 or 1500 words or whatever, uh, out and about on the iPad. And then, and then it's a great app in that it's so simple. Um, you know, you, it's just the words on the page. There are no bells and whistles to get distracted with. And, and I think it's really good for just getting, you know, getting the words out of you. Yeah. And how good a surprise is it when you have no idea how many yeah. words you've written and you copy and paste? I've always been pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. 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 I need to give Speaking that. of pleasant surprises. Yes, absolutely. Last <laughs> week uh, I was on 3,794 and this week I have disappointed myself and I've let myself down and I'm on 4,835. That's more. That's more words. Well done. Well, well done, done AB. Mm, Congratulations. Yeah. I'm only 16,000 less than Tristan and uh, <laughs> actually I think it's 20, 26,000. <laughs> So me. can I 16, ask you, more than Adrian, sixteen less than the other two? Yes, Denny. Please can I ask delve you, into it. Do you, are, you, are you loving this story? Are you hating this story? I'm hating you finding, it. Okay, that's because, all I want to know. Because um, I'm an I'm an A type personality. Okay, what does that mean? That means that I want to I want to achieve in everything I do. You oh know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I'm not used to sort of uh, uh, I wouldn't. It's not failure. Well, uh, it is. I mean, but let's call it failure. Let's let's call it. Is it, I'm not used is to it more failure. like flailing more than flailing. failure? Yeah. So I'm kind well, of. Yeah. I, I, I find it really hard to stomach, and um, and I just can't. I, I've, look, as Tristan said, I, it's it's no excuse, but I've got deadlines for other things, which I'm behind on the other things, and hmm. I can't sort of be putting that aside to be doing nano, and I have you know anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm hoping for a big final week. You have been writing a lot of messages in our message app, though, Adrian. I feel like there's a couple of thousand words right there. Can I count them? No. Oh. <laughs> but, but what's the, the average manuscript? So you've released, like, a bunch of books this week as well. What's yeah. the average word count in one of those Fox Kid manuscripts? Well, it's the illustrations that I'm doing at the moment. So I, uh, I have to do uh, 80 illustrations. Um, uh, and it was across two weeks, so um, wow. it was it was eighty pages. So um, and I, I'm about at as we speak, I'm about at fifty, sixty, something like that. So I've still got a little bit to go, but as soon as I uh, get that off my to do list, and I love doing it, so it's fun. It's not it's not a problem, but it's just that it's a lot. So I think it's a it's a much greater priority than NaNoWriMo. and I think like talking to Christy about hers and Danny about all of our I think this experiment this social experiment that we're doing here um I think it shows the reality of being a writer and somebody who is publishing stuff right that that you have the best intentions in the world but mm. you always have multiple projects on the go in various stages of development there's something being released there's something you're editing there's something you're playing around with and all of those things kind of work in and it's a messy um it's not it's not what you would imagine being uh inverted commas full-time writer would be when you're thinking about it beforehand mm. i think yeah. this this at least shows for anyone who's listening that um you know you just accept the messiness and the craziness yeah, yeah. things mm. creep along very slowly and then very quickly and then very slowly yeah, yeah. and that's, that's just true. The way it is. everyone's got other things they're doing obviously so um i get that so yes i'm not using that as an excuse but it has been it has been tricky to find those little pockets of time anyway I think the, the vital thing is that you don't give up like so when when life does get in the way and your project falls apart and you get mm. rejected i mean i'm always getting rejected uh, if if you fall apart and give up, 
then that's the end of the journey. But if you just um, take a little break, be kind to yourself, and then get back on the on yep. the typewriter, then yep. um, that's how. I agree, Christine, yeah. because I think yeah. we've all come into a into an industry where you are going to get rejected and you are going to get maybe more bad news than good news some of the time. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, A, not giving up, and I think that just keep writing because I think the keep writing does two things. The keep writing makes you get better at your writing, you know, mastery. And second of all, the keep writing just gives you more things to submit with more odds to get published. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun. It's fun to make stuff. So even if someone else doesn't like it, it's just fun to keep creating absolutely yeah, exactly so basically where we're at before we get to our very special guest we were all aiming for 36 and a half or thereabouts on day 22 tristan's at thirty thousand. danny v's at 20th almost twenty four thousand. christy burns at 22 and a half and i'm at i'm gonna say i'm nearly at five thousand. so we're we're well on our way with one week to go aren't we Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, mate. For sure. Mm. Hey, hey, do you want to combine our words together? Are you interested in doing that? Yeah, can we do that? <laughs> You're actually, the rule follower. Actually, can I combine mine with Tristan? If it's any consolation, Adrian, I haven't done 50 drawings in the past week. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done zero drawings. So on <laughs> Doro, I'm, I'm on zero. Okay, that is a consolation. Yeah. 50, 50 drawings in a month. That should be the next thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, we have a very special guest um, joining us on this journey, giving us some tips, giving us some thoughts on writing in general. And I'm going to turn to Christy Byrne to introduce this very special guest, because I think, Christy, you may have organised this uh, writing expert to join us. I have, and I did so because uh, I foretold that we might be in a position where yeah. some help was required. So this particular secret guest helped me with my first ever manuscript. She was a mentor for my first full-length novel. She has published 16 books while working full-time, parenting wow. and managing a life so hectic, her next book is a memoir entitled How to Avoid a Happy Life. <laughs> so <laughs> she's an absolute genius, um, and I thought we could bring her on board to help us with some advice on like how to manage hectic lives and still produce the art that we love. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I present to you Julia Lawrenson. Hey, hi, hi, Julia. Welcome to this wonderful uh, this wonderful social experiment. Writing fifty k in a month. Ah, are you on board, or are you just uh, have you just got amazing uh, tips to make sure that we don't uh, fall over in the last hurdle? Well, I started off being on board for the first time ever. So I was, I remember the very first, I think, NaNoWriMo, it must have been over a decade ago. Can someone correct me on that? It was a long time ago. But it was just a thing, like you just tried to do your best in November. And for various reasons, November's always just been hectic for me in my day jobs. Hmm. And so this is the actual first time I've been able to do it which has been amazing. Um, but I have to say I'm still just going off on my own path because I cannot force myself to write. I think because I've done a lot of writing for day jobs, like I do this kind of writing because I love it. So I really need to, um, I don't know, the, the target thing doesn't work for me. However, it has made sure that I have my ass at the desk every single day in November. So that's good. That's that's something, that's something for sure. And just a quick fact check. 
Um, the first NaNoWriMo, now it might have it might have come into more prominence ten years ago, but it actually was nineteen ninety nine. Uh, so it's been yeah, around. It's been it around feels like ten years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember hearing about. Yes. Actually, no. You're probably right. It's probably the late two thousands when I heard about it. Whenever I heard about it, it, was it was just never possible. I just remember it never being possible for me to do it. So, mm. but here. Yeah. Excellent. And Julia, you also write loads of historical fiction, which several of us are trying to create. Um, and your fiction has won like multiple, multiple awards. So I want to know how do you how do you do that? How do you keep all the research? And you're, you're like writing YA and middle grade, which is complicated. How do you keep all of that in your head and do these full on day jobs and parent mm. and the survive? Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think I'm the same as, as any of us who've actually managed to survive in this industry is sheer bloody-mindedness. <laughs> it's like I really want to do this and I'm going to do it and I don't care how many rejections I get, how many disappointments, and because there are a lot, as you were saying before, it is part and parcel of the territory that you are. It's a, it's a, it's a weird industry, particularly in Australia, because it's so hard to make a living here. So, you know, people in the States actually can make a living from actually writing. Uh, it just doesn't. I mean, there are a few uh, unicorns <laughs> that we know of, but, but really most Adrian of Beck. <laughs> Tristan Banks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are a few of us, but most people, and but as you say, when you say full-time writing, it's all the other gigs and everything mm. as well, yeah. right? It's not just sitting down and, and writing, it's balancing all the other things. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, just sheer bloody-mindedness. Mm. Um, and and uh, I don't know what it is. There is... I feel like I now have a good sense. When I meet new people who say, oh, I really like writing, I can tell, even without looking at a page of their work, whether they've got that kind of the fire in their belly because you've got to have it because it is a tough gig. It mm. sort of needs to be a compulsion, doesn't it? It sort of needs to be that thing where you don't quite know where, why you continue to do it, but you don't have any choice and you show up regardless of whether, you know, you don't have, you almost don't have to push yourself to do it because, you know, it yeah. just happens regardless, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that that's, and, and also for, for me, so I published my first book in 2001. So it's only recently occurred to me that actually that's quite a long time and that's quite <laughs> something in, the, you know, in this in this industry to actually have um, have runs on the, the board after so long. Yeah. Um, and, are you, yeah. Sorry, Julia, are your best, like the books that you are most proud of, were they written quickly and in a, in a huge just burst or were they the books that took you years and years and you just kept on coming back and chipping away? Is there any sort of pattern there? I think the books that I'm proudest of have been the books that have taken the most out of me to mm. write, <laughs> which I, I wish it was different, but that just seems to be the way that it is for me. And for some people it's different. And I guess that's why I the the, the word count thing doesn't work for me because that <laughs> for me has been when I've produced my shittest writing. <laughs> or, <you know. laughs> Thank you for that. That's great words <laughs> of encouragement. As I, I'm the top of the leaderboard. For <laughs> <laughs> 
But it certainly uh, explains my previous NaNoWriMo efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Some people can do it, um, but I'm not one of them. I need time. If, look, if I write 500 words in a sitting, I think I've done an amazing job. And then it takes that bit. But, but for me, I write and then I have to think about it, but I can't go on to the next thing until I've finished that bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, like it's just a very slow process. And again, I've experimented with different ways of doing it, and it just seems to be my shtick, and I can't do it any other way. Mm. So you're saying <laughs> that Adrian is probably the only one who's going to get this published. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Hero. Oh, that's great what I'm news. hearing. Thank you, Julia. That's great. Well, this is something I love about Julia. I love so much about Julia. But like, first novel out in 2000 and when? 2001. Um, first. Mm-hmm. Picture book not out until this year. Yes. So picture books are impossibly difficult, and even though you can hold a whole YA novel in your head, getting that tiny little short manuscript to sing has has taken two decades. That must have been a huge moment yes. to get that out. Oh, it was. I know. The thing is that I've had quite a few people that you know because. As, as you all know, in uh, children's and YA publishing, we sort of get a bit of this from, you know, the adult writers and, you know, <laughs> and the, so for us, um, the, the people have only recently stopped saying to me, uh, you know, when are you going to write a book for adults? But for me, that wasn't... Um, that wasn't the golden egg. It was actually writing a picture book because to me that meant that I was a proper (laughs) (laughs) ridiculous, right? But that Mm. to me, because to me that is the hardest art form. Oh, sounds right to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And I honestly, and and this one, to be fair, was an accident. It wasn't even my idea. I had a publisher who I'd known for years who said, oh, would you like to, I think you could write this picture book. And I said, but I don't write picture books. And she said, I think you could write this one. And that's how it happened. Mm. Um, and perhaps because I didn't have any expectations. And I did say to her, well, um, you know, if I mess it up, then, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. Um, and I think because I didn't have any expectations, it made it easier. Mm. I wonder what, how many picture books in a month, you could like what? What would be the equivalent challenge for picture books? Uh, they do have pick pick bow rhymo, don't they? Where you have to do, do a manuscript every day. God. Oh my god! That just gives me the horrors. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I don't know because the thing is that every book is an idea. It doesn't matter how many words it's got in it, right? So yeah, it's yeah. even mm. harder to do that. Yeah. And it feels it feels a little bit like we've we've got the wrong metric, right? It's a little bit like uh, Naplan sort of thing where they grind yeah. kids through this thing in order to come out with something that is quantifiable. And we're doing that this month by trying to reach fifty thousand words. But actually, I mean, it's not the right metric for producing good stories, is it? But but it's but it's everything else is unquantifiable. But can I say, Tristan, for me, like, I don't think I ever would have written a historical fiction and forced mm. myself to do that. So even 23K or whatever I'm up to, like, that's more historical fiction that I would have done without NaNoWriMo. Yep. Mm. Yeah, if you can use it as a motivator for yeah. something that you've, that you've never really somehow uh, got to, I think that's where it really is handy, you know? 
And that's what you did this year, isn't it, Julia? You didn't actually kind of stick to the rules or ever even no. intend to stick to the rules. How unusual for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you just used it to kind of get yourself in the seat. Mm. Yeah. And, look, I, and that's, that's actually the value, I think, it has for any writer, whether you're starting out or whether, you know, you've written millions. Um, I, I think that just that reaffirming the practice to me it's like you know I don't know if any of you are into like meditation or anything but it's the same thing you start again every single day and writing's like that too it doesn't matter how often you've done it before it doesn't matter how many books you publish every single page is a new page and it has to be approached I think in that way and so having the practice of sitting down and writing is what it's about mm, yeah mm. Adrian, Adrian? In the same place every day, um, Julia. Are you a are you a sit down at the same desk if you can, or are you a right on the run in between oh, things? No. Oh God, no! I, I I don't have a room of my own. You can't see it. It's why well, my background's blurred. So I'm kind of in the alcove. So I have a unit with two bedrooms. So um, this is kind of the thorough way. <laughs> um, so I I generally I, I find it easier writing when no one's home. Um, but I can, if I need to, I just block stuff out and and just write. Yeah. Yeah. How many times? But I can't. I, the idea of sitting and writing in a cafe, I'm like, yeah. no. And I know people love doing that, but yeah. I, I just, I'd just be looking at people. <laughs> I'd be racking up a huge bill on Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Julia, oh, um, you like, already are. Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> um. How many times have you actually have you ever have you committed to Nano a few times and then you've sort of um, changed what you want to get out of the out of the process or how many times you've actually uh, sat down and thought right I'm going to have a crack this 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 year? I feel like I maybe tried to do it once and again it was probably the last the late two thousands and yeah. then my day job was hectic. So just to give you some context, so I worked in Parliament for eight years and mm. so November's the last full sitting month and so it's just crazy, like, you know, everyone needs to be tabling things and, you know, there's end-of-year things to organise and there's, you know, it's a bit feral. Mm. So it's just ne it's never been a good time and, yeah, practically and even outside of that, the other jobs that I've had, November's mm. just always where people are just trying to cram stuff in. Mm. Um, so I might have tried it just as a as a theory, but I've never followed through on it. So this. So is what is your process then? Sat down. What What is your process? How do you do a novel like By Beautiful, which is so complex and so long? How do you mm. keep that in your head? Well, that was the one time I actually I had an Australia Council grant, the one and only time, um, in 2004. So I actually I was doing a bit of, I wasn't working full time for that year. Mm. So yeah, right. I actually had some time to sit down and think about it. Um, and, you know, I'm just so grateful not to be working full time at the moment because I knew that it was, taking a toll on my writing creativity but until I stop doing it you can just do so much more when mm. you don't have to get up and go to work every day that's mm. but that's taken you 20 years to get to that point of being able to give up your day job so it's a it's a hard slog isn't it 20 years and what 16 books under your belt congratulations 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Wow, not long at all. I can I can feel it coming. <laughs> Only another decade and a half. It's fantastic. <laughs> so it took me twenty years, but it hasn't. You know, writing hasn't paid my bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And as you say, whether you have a, a day job that's different to writing, or if, like a lot of writers, myself included, you your sort of day job is speaking. You know, like your thing mm. that you do side writing that allows you to ride the ride the wave of, of different years where you might get things published or royalties are high or low or whatever. Um, as you say, I think Adrian was saying at the beginning of this, most people have a thing alongside um, and there are a few unicorns who don't, who just happen to, you know, just make a, a living from their writing, very few and far between. And I remember hearing John Green years ago talking about that he always wanted, he always needed to have a day job, whether that was his YouTube stuff or whatever thing he was doing alongside his writing. Because if he just had his writing, he suddenly didn't enjoy it and he didn't feel productive. And, you know, that yeah. actually it's it's a benefit to to get out of the room and go and have yeah. to speak to humans and do something else. Yeah. And, I, I and think, none of us I can write. That... Sorry for that long, you know, anyway. Like no one can write, I yeah. don't think, but for six hours straight anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think there's a balance. So I'm trying to, I, and I have had some, you know, part-time contracty work, and I like that. I, I, I agree. I think because it takes you right out of the writing space, and it, mm. it's quite good to do that, as long as it doesn't take over everything else. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm in the process of trying to find, you know, that sweet spot, the two or three days a week. <laughs> very hard to find that but in the meantime just writing a lot so that's okay <laughs> so do you have any advice for us given that we are some would say failing so dreadfully this, this november <laughs> i would say uh, that. what do you do to um, resuscitate a manuscript or your passion for a manuscript or is there any such thing as failing this november julie yeah, i get right. the feeling Agreed, that adrian i think i think that that language is like steer away from that language. I appreciate that, Julie. And Adrian's <laughs> just got to get out of jail free card. <laughs> so I, I think that sometimes, I think to me there are two reasons why you get stuck on a manuscript. One is because it doesn't have legs and the other one is because you need to dig deeper. And unfortunately, it's really hard to tell which is which. Right. right? Yeah. It's really box. hard. Mm. And sometimes you only find out when you get to the end and just go, oh, that's a piece of shit. Mm. You know, you I, I, I don't know. I always think it's best to write your way through whatever it is. Right. And that is that the only way you can find out whether it's one way or the other? Because that seems like... Because that sort of sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, uh, it does. I've got one that is doing the same. And, in fact, the one that I've just finished like, and sent off yesterday, I think, um, was one that was really sticking. But And so I tried to put it aside and it just kept on coming back. And I was like, okay, this needs something. And actually it was a form issue because... It's historical fiction. I was trying to include everything, writing it as prose, and then I just thought I just need to boil it down to its essence, and so it's become a verse novel, which mm. I hope the publisher likes. <laughs> um, they, they may not, but it. But to me, then it worked as a like it was just it didn't get bogged down. Mm. Yeah. But it was only because it just kept. I did try and put it aside, and it just kept at me. Yeah, yeah. Until I 
finished it. And look, maybe maybe it hasn't got legs. I don't know. I feel like it does, but it's very, I don't know about you guys, I find it really hard to judge. I mean, some things I, I know, like with the memoir, I knew that I was onto something with it. But a lot of other things, it's, it's really, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. Mm. You are an excellent guest, Julia, um, in that you, everything you say is, you know, feels real and resonates and is the, you know, the, the working life of a writer, you know, the challenges and the kind of joys of it. And yeah, I feel like everything you've said has really resonated with me. Mm. Thanks, Julia. You're a legend. You are a legend. Um, do you have any last final words, final tips for us to get us across? We've got one week to go. What What would you suggest we do? Would you, uh, should we all go to Christie's pool and sort of write on the side of the pool? You know how people sometimes have those, you know, <laughs> the drinks on the side of the pool. We'll just all bring our laptops and sort of swim up to the edge and tap out some words. Is that the way to go, do you reckon? No, one of the things I like most about writing is the community. So that may not be a yeah. bad idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, that, try something different. I think that would be my advice for the last week. Try something different. If you generally write at a desk, go to a cafe okay. or Christie's Pool. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm coming to Christie's Pool. <laughs> <laughs> You're <all> welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that would be my just try something different and and see how you go. Great advice. Right, Thank you. If you, if you type, write longhand, that kind of yeah, yeah. Try something different for the last week. Mix it up. I love it. Thank you, Julia. You have been awesome. We really appreciate you coming on board and helping us and everyone else that's trying to get to 50K within the month too. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so time. much. Thanks. And well done on sending your manuscript off yesterday. Yes. Hooray. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's great. Wow. Well, I tell you what, I reckon doing these projects actually make it, it starts to make you reevaluate how you approach your writing, doesn't it? Every every person you t speak to gives you another tip. Yeah. Yep. And the caliber of guests this season has been absolutely uh, spot on, I reckon. Mm. Don't you think we've had some crackers? Yeah. What about the, the you know, just the four of us? We're pretty amazing too, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Right. So there's there's one session left, and Tristan, that's there your is. secret guest next week. Yes. So yes. no pressure or anything. I feel yeah. like you know. And, and remember how he said the caliber of guests have been yeah, so yeah. good. So well, he's obviously pretty like confident. That's that's right. Right. It sounds someone. like he's got someone pretty awesome. Oh, this yeah. is going to be very very interesting. Adrian, are you free next week? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's busy writing. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get to 50k. Okay, right. We got a week to go, people. Before we wrap this one up, I want you all to give us a little bit of a rundown of what your what your plan of attack is. Are you going to do something different? Are you going to uh, are you going to do that Julia suggestion and and write somewhere you don't normally write, or write longhand, or mix up your devices, whatever it might be? How are you going to get to the finish line? Do you think you'll get to the finish line? Uh, and then we might find out where some of our friends are. If Danny Danny might have some of that info ready to go, um, Christy, what how's your last week going to go? How do you think? Look, I don't think I'm going to make it to the finish line, oh, and no. uh, I feel I feel like that's okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, I that's want good. this book to be a good book. I'm happy to write it slowly if that's what it takes. Okay, all right, well, that's fair. And and the the book itself just remind us your project you're working on. It's historical fiction set up in Carnarvon, the home of NASA's tracking station during the Gemini missions. Yeah, so awesome. I'm interviewing people for hours at a time. I'm immersing myself in this hot, dry desert, 
and looking up at the stars, and it's really fun. You're actively interviewing people as you write as well, so that must be taking yeah. a lot of time too. Yeah, but it's really um, inspiring. Yeah. So I'm lucky. Okay, good. And where do you reckon you'll get to? You 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 don't reckon you'll get to fifty, but have you got it? Can you foretell anything? No. <laughs> It is not foretold. It's not foretold. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you're around. Where are you now? You're at 22 and a bit. So I reckon I've got a feeling you'll get to at least 30. I'm going to foretell that anyway. Oh, thanks, AB. Yeah, I think you'll get at least 30. You might be nudging 40, I reckon, because that that finish line's (laughs) in sight. Sort of does strange things to people's motivation when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Tristan Banks, uh, you've delved into your, uh, you know, your, your musings over the years and you've come up with uh, a project which is very close to your heart. How's it going and where do you think you'll end up? Well, I have a prob- well over 100 notebooks, I reckon, in the tub. Yeah. Uh, that I've written over 25 years of morning pages, three pages a day, and I've gotten through about three and a half of these notebooks so far, or maybe four and a half. <laughs> of the hundred. Yeah, well, because the idea <laughs> is I read back through them, I highlight things, I mark certain things, and then I riff on something. I might take a little quote out of the morning pages book, and then I'll riff on that aspect of writing or that aspect of um, the process of writing these pages each morning and what it does for your well-being and what it does for your creativity and what it does for different aspects of your life. And so it's been interesting that it's been very, very slow. And I think I would need to write, like be going through these notebooks for another 25 years, possibly to get through um, to the point where I actually get, you know, that, I, that I'm through them. But it's been um, fascinating. I've enjoyed the, the process. I've only gotten to 30,000 words so far. There's very little chance I'm going to get 20,000 words in the next week. Mm. And I think it would probably be stupidity to try. Mm. But I, And I have never made it to the end of NaNoWriMo. And I've been quite happy with with the the outcomes. (laughs) I think I'm foretelling that I'm going to get not even to 40,000. I think think if I get to 38,000 words, I'm going to be doing very well and it probably will have beaten my previous year's efforts. It is foretold. Mm, Good foretelling. Excellent. thing is you're you're well ahead and uh, not to put you know <laughs> not to bring up something that might be a bit of a sticking point for you Tristan but you've never been in this position before you are leading the pack so does that spur you on or not I feel like you're trying to make me choke by um <laughs> and, um I just there's a sort of a just a, an edge in your voice <laughs> Can I just ask one thing before we move on to Danny V and see what she's foretelling? Can mm. I just ask that in 2024, is there any way that you could mix up the audio effects and maybe have a few more little um, little uh, sort of riffs other than it is foretold? Like could we have, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe three or four or five different aspects, you know, that yeah, you bring I'll, I'll bring. I'll have a new one for you next week. How about that? Thank you very much. I really I like it and I, I just want, you want more. Three, <laughs> I think the listeners would would um, yeah. repeat, you know, repeat listen. Hey, just quickly, Tristan, with um, with your project, if it, if it was if it was to come uh, out and published, and you know, I know a lot of water to go under the bridge, but if it was to come out, is it kind of a bit like that uh, example you gave us earlier in the in the series, uh, Rick Rubin's book? Is it a little bit about living an artistic life? When it, if someone picked up the book, what what kind of what content are they sort of getting from it? 
Um, it could be that, but I, I haven't, like Rick Rubin, I haven't sort of set up Def Jam Records and worked with the Beastie Boys <laughs> and Run DMC and Slayer and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff. So it might have um, a slightly smaller audience potentially. Mm. Um, so I've got to think about that. It might end up being like an online course or it could be a book on um, writing for kids. Yeah anything goes idea and how free writing can get you going or it could be for beginning writers or it might be something that's more if there's more kind of if there's more of a well-being application for it it could be something sort of showing how that sort of anything goes can you know if first thing in the morning can have a sort of meditative um, impact on your life mm. but um, I'm sort of just trusting and going with it and seeing what comes and it may not be anything but um, it's been insightful and it sort of allows me to reflect on what it's been like to write over that period of time mm. great I would, if it comes out if it ever comes out which I hope it does I mean it'll be something that's very unique which uh, certainly within the Australian scene so it'd be really interesting to get our hands on that so watch this space yeah hopefully it'll have more than just you three um reading it you know that would be <laughs> I actually need it now for next week <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll turn our attention to Danny V. Uh, Danny V's had uh, a few audio issues, but she soldiered on perfectly and no one would even know. Danny, how are you feeling? Uh, you've got one week to go. Are you going to hit the 50? Uh, how's your project itself going? What's the story? Hmm, okay, well, you can probably hear the hum of a car in the background, so hopefully the Wi-Fi will hold up. Um, Optimist in me says I'm going to smash 50K. Yeah. Uh, the realist in me says I'm not going to get close. Oh. Uh, I don't really listen. Can to you the go realist, back to the first so one? Go back I'm to the first one for us, for Danny. 50. You're going to go for fifty. Okay. It is four times. <laughs> no, no. The, the <laughs> okay, but you know, and I'm not going to change how I write because I can't because I have to write in the cracks of time, and so that will be on my final notes during pick up and drop off and whenever I have the chance. Um, so yeah. I'm not going to change that. So okay. I'm just going to keep doing that because I don't know how to do it any other way with my delightfully chaotic life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm liking my story. I'm actually what I'm doing is I think which helps me so I don't get any writer's block when I go to write is that I do a lot of thinking when I'm sort of doing other things about what's going to come next. And so when I do sit down to write that afternoon or whatever, I already know exactly what I'm going to write in those coming chapters. So that's been really helpful. Okay. That's a bit of the Zanny approach. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I think so. I think so. Awesome. Um, and so it's, it's the historical fiction, out? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, historical yeah, yeah. fiction about witch burning. And I'm doing yes. a parallel story, which is set in current time, which needs Love. no research. Yeah. But then the parallel story, obviously, in medieval times, does need a bit of research. So that's toing and froing from where I need to find out things about, you know, their life, et cetera. But it's been fun. I'm actually really enjoying that kind of research. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Okay, yes, shout-outs, please. We've got pe heaps of people that are doing the same All challenge right. along with us, and how are they going? Well, if you could look at Twitter, AB, I'll do Insta because I'm on my phone trying to, you know, have 40 screens on my phone, which is proving, you know, a little bit challenging, but here I am. So <laughs> Kate Temple, a respectable yes. 250 words, mate. Well done. Well done. Two, uh, what? Hang on. Yeah. I think don't the audio judge. is counting out. Don't judge, okay? Don't, don't judge. No. Right. Okay. So 250. Well done, Kate. Kate rocks. Uh, Andrea Rowe is on 2,227. Yeah. Uh, how's this? The book muse is on 34,428. On track. 
That's, That's pretty amazing. good. That's just, un- just, just under where she needs to be, just under. The cheerful bookworm said there were good intentions, but the numbers do not reflect that. Can relate. <laughs> Stay cheerful, bookworm. <laughs> and Holly Cardamone says she's at 32,725, which is pretty amazing and so that's what i am getting from insta yep so if you can crack out twitter yeah um, i've just i've just some good shout outs i've just checked twitter and uh we, we've got more responses on insta it's fair to say but <laughs> <laughs> but um uh ashley has ashley amikal has uh has mentioned as you mentioned she's on 34 and a half which is yeah. Cool. Awesome. So good on you, Ashley. That's going to be great. Um, you are. She's actually ahead of ahead of us all, isn't she? So that's um, that's quite something. Well done. All right. Well, we got one week to go. So good luck to everyone. Change it up. Can I just say you haven't foretold anything for yeah. this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good pick up. <laughs> wrap up with um with your foretelling. You're on what is it? Four thousand eight hundred and something words. Yes. Yeah. Where are you going to take it in the next? You've only got 30 more drawings to do in the next <laughs> Look, yeah, in all honesty, what I want to do is I want to finish off my illustration commitments by the end of the week, which will give me three, maybe three or four days um, where I'll be able to actually focus on it. So um, 15,000 words a day, is that yeah. what you're aiming for? <laughs> I should get there. Um, and, you know, I do have a wedding anniversary, which I will put to one side. No, no. <laughs> I need to, uh, as Tristan has Tristan has given us uh, the advice that we need to uh, be, good, be good to our family. So why don't, I will why don't take you that take your Why don't you take your lovely wife on a writer's retreat, Adrian? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, that would be that. Yeah, there wouldn't be another anniversary if I did that. Um, so anyway, look, I reckon. What am I? Four and a half. I'm gonna. Ho- I'm gonna. Ho- if I get to twenty in that short amount of time. I will be uh, I'll be doing cartwheels. Right. I'll be loving if it. If you get to twenty, I will send you a special package of chocolates. Ooh. Wow. Uh, is that foretold? Uh, that is foretold. <laughs> it is foretold. <laughs> It'll be all your faves, A B, all those weird combinations of chocolates you like. Oh, you good. Know, oh. If I knew there was chocolate, I would definitely get to fifty. I feel like <laughs> Okay. If you get to fifty, we'll we'll send you chocolates as well. What about what about if I get to twenty, like AB? Will that? Will that... What about if I get to twenty? <laughs> Come on, Come we're on. trying to encourage the dark horse here. Okay. We're doing four thousand words. <laughs> uh, look, it will all be revealed next week. Thank you uh, to our wonderful guest Julia Christie. She was awesome. She is awesome. Yeah, she's just so wise, and um, her books are awesome. So look them up, read them out. Mm. Good luck to everyone out there that's writing along with us. But most importantly, good luck to Danny V. Good luck to Christy Byrne. Good luck to Teabagger. And I'll be there. (laughs) Good luck to you, AB, as well. Chocolates are on the line now, mate. All right. If there's chocolates on the line, anything could happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. It is foretold. (laughs) It is. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Nano Game. This is a Words and Nerds spin-off series. If you're on the nano journey with us, we hope you're smashing out the words. See you next time on The Nano Game. Good luck, everyone.